Let's face it, hiring help is not easy these days. Let Zentegra Staffing help you find the right person for the right job. Head over to Zentegra.com forward slash Zentegra Staffing to find out more and let us staff your people needs. Welcome to another Citrix Session with your host, Andy Whiteside and Bill Sutton, your source for all things Citrix. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Citrix Session podcast. Uh, I've got uh, Harvey Green, a sales engineer at Zintegra with me. I've got uh, Randy Price, another one of our sales engineers, as well as Chris Dorn, who runs our, our networking practice, which includes the, uh, the Citrix networking components of the uh, Citrix ADC, as well as the Citrix SD-WAN technologies. Uh, we wanted to grab this group together because there's a lot of things going on regarding the, uh, the Citrix vulnerability that's out there. It has been since late December, and there's a ton of exploits and publishing of how to exploit that. And so we wanted to give, wanted to give our team, Citrix team, and other customers a way to, to learn more about that uh, and hear us kind of talk through it. So, so with that, I'm going to let Harvey Green uh, kind of chime in and tell us what this is all about and give a kind of high-level overview. So this is in reference to the, uh, the vulnerability labeled CVE 2019-19781. Again, as Andy said, this is something that was published out in late December. Um, and we're working to try to make sure that everybody knows that this is out there. It's a very serious vulnerability and affected all of the ADC uh, appliances versions 10.5 up through 13. So Harvey, you said ADC. I said ADC. The world knows these things as Netscalers, right? So we're yes. talking about Netscalers here. Citrix rebranded from a marketing perspective this to the uh, Citrix ADC product last year. So, all right. So what happened here is there's a vulnerability that allows someone to gain access or control of the Netscalers. So to gain access uh, and control, uh, the biggest issue with this is they can do it without authentication. And in the logs, if you were ever ever able to find out what was going on, uh, it would come through as the username being blank or as it being nobody, if it's labeled at all. So there's no authentication to get into this to make the configuration changes. Um, it, it needs, I mean, you can do whatever. You take complete control of the Netscaler at that point. It, yeah, it seems that way. You're, you're getting in through management and you're getting in with uh, root access. So you, you have the ability at that point to fully take over the appliance or do something silently so that you're not detected. And so it, it doesn't matter. So let's say the Netscaler ADC is, uh, has a management network that the NSIP is on. Yes. Uh, the Netscaler IP. Um, so you don't have you can go through one of the VIPs, one of the publicly facing VIPs to, to make this happen. Yes, that, that is my understanding at this point is you can go through the publicly facing VIP and once you get uh, root access to the Netscaler, you then have, I said Netscaler at that time, you then uh, have the ability to see 
and or configure or reconfigure everything that is already configured on that appliance. So, so basically you take complete control of management of that, uh, that NetScaler instance, whether it's physical or virtual, right? That's correct, physical or virtual. Okay, uh, so yeah, I mean, at that point you kind of own it. Now Citrix in late December put out a, um, a workaround, some remediation that would prevent you from being exploitable uh, I know a bunch of people did that. So if you did that uh, back in late December, you're in pretty good shape. But what we're seeing is that people who have are just now doing it or did it after, let's say, January 1st, uh, they're now under, under the impression that they've been hacked, whether they have or not, uh, based on the information that's being shared online. Uh, and so kind of the idea now is you're just better off resetting your net scalers and reconfiguring them. Yeah, that, that would be 100% correct. Um, based on what we've been looking through, if you didn't do this in December, then you can almost consider yourself completely compromised at this point. So it's too late to just go through just the mitigation steps that are in the CTX article. Um, and I, that's what I would be looking at. I would recommend a, a full wipe and rebuild. So Harvey, what I've heard you guys say is if you put a Netscaler on the internet without the remedi remediations within five minutes it'll be exploited that yes that is correct okay hey let, let's pause here hey randy price you've heard what we've talked about so far have we missed anything you want us to make sure we we bring up no i think you guys covered most of it i guess the only thing to point out to you right even if you apply the mitigations um there are specific build release builds of 12.1 um, where there's a bug that exists right to where these responder and, and rewrite policies are not taking effect. So you definitely want to one ensure if you did apply the mitigation, you know, the, the responder policies, you check your firmware build to make sure you're not running one of those versions, right? Because if that's the case, then you need to most likely follow the, um, you know, some of those uh, actions like Harvey is speaking to, right, going, going through a, a refresh, if you will, uh, or, or a factory reset of the ADC itself. So I meant to point this out earlier. I mean, all products have bugs, have vulnerabilities, have security. I think the challenge with this one was or is that uh, people have taken advantage of publishing how to how to how to leverage these exploits, and, and that's where the real problem comes in. Uh, Citrix published the workaround in late December. Uh, we expect a patch maybe within the next week, but we're encouraging people just to get ahead of this now, uh, or at least to get on top of it now, uh, with the idea that you, you, you probably have been exploited uh, based on the way this is going, uh, and that uh, you know now's the time to take action, and you know, Zintegra is more than willing to talk to people and help with this. Uh, at the same time, we're trying to raise a flag. But Randy, you're talking about a handful of, um, of the different versions or uh, versions of the software, uh, you, you can't even remediate those. Those those are just exploitable period, no matter what? Correct, correct. Just this specific builds of 12.1, right? So um, Citrix actually has that laid out in one of their CTX articles, CTX 2670.27. Um, it actually lays out the specific builds and, and the bugs that exist where those policies do not even apply, right? So in those sort of instances, you would want to look at upgrading the firmware as well as doing the restore. So basically a two-point process, right? Doing with the factory reset, upgrade the firmware, apply the mitigations at that point. Yeah, and in a minute, let's talk about how you kind of do the restores and what you need to make sure you back up and have have handy for those. Uh, and again, we can help with those. Chris, Doran, um, I know you're in the car. I know you're in, in route to somewhere else, but any other, other yeah. uh, comments you want to make on this? Yes, I, I've also read that this is a vulnerability that was found on the SD-WAN, WAN op, and has a similar layout of, um, of build versions that this applies to. Uh, it's become vulnerable on 
not just the ADC platform. And I've also seen a, a gentleman named Not Robin who's floating around the internet, and he's actually removing other people's code through the vulnerability and trying to uh, create a, a botnet of of securing for his own purposes. So he's actually trying to hoard Citrix environments right now based on this vulnerability. So yes, it's very much a, a big concern to all of our Citrix customers and users. I heard the other day somebody was actually using it to create uh, Bitcoin miners That's correct. out of the the, uh, the Netscaler, you know, the, the compute workloads, whether physical or virtual out there. Um, so it's it's not just malicious stuff. It's well, that is malicious, but it, it's not just trying to attack you for the, the idea of stealing stuff from you. It's trying to leverage your environment to you know make make money, virtual money potentially, but money. Yeah. So in some of those cases, I've also been told that they uh, themselves, after they put the the mining piece of it there, they they fix the vulnerability themselves so that nobody could go in after them. Basically go in, do what yeah. you want to do and lock the door. Yeah. Pretty crafty. <laughs> okay. So um, let's talk through how people can, can handle this, right? So if you put the remediations in prior to January 1st, then there's a chance that you're in good shape. Prior to that, there's been so many exploits that we feel like you're not uh, doing yourself a favor just by remediating. So at this point, uh, it's really a matter of of stripping your Netscalers down or, re, or reapplying the firmware, the latest firmware more than likely, uh, and reapplying your configurations. And the way you would do that is by maybe grabbing your NSconfig file, or is there something more important you should be doing here to get those back up and running? Inserts, by the way. Yeah, so it's, it's funny you should bring up certs. Um, one of the things that is a point of kind of contention that, that's still going on is whether or not your certificates are at risk. Um, that, and, you know, for a lot of you that are still on wildcard certificates, that could be a very big deal, right? Because you're not just using it to secure your ADC appliance or the Citrix Gateway. You're also using it to secure the rest of your environment or for your other websites or things like that. So it could be a very big to-do uh, if some of these customers have to revoke and reissue certs. Um, so that, and that's definitely one of the things that's on my list of, you know, things that you want to look at to kind of certify yourself to be safe in the end, um, as well as but changing a, any of the passwords. If a customer wants to, they want to wipe and, and restore their Netscaler safely, uh, they are going to, uh, do a back, do they use the backup utility or do they want to get the NS config file and assert to not use the backup utility? So I, I would do a little bit of both. I mean, in an ideal world, you're already systematically backing up your appliances anyway. Uh, so your best bet is if you can pull a backup from before this vulnerability came out uh, into the open, then you have the ability to make sure that you're not affected by any changes that could have come after that. So, because be, because potentially you're going to back up the exploit if you backed it up and reapplied it. Then, okay, that's correct. Oh, that makes sense. That was really dumb for me to say that. So, if you can get a uh, if you can get a uh, backup prior to December uh, December first, as an example. Sure, December first. I think the official notification from Citrix came December sixteenth. Okay. So early December or before, uh, backup of your environment using the backup utility or an NSConfig or either Correct. one or both. Uh, make sure you grab your certs from then. Yeah, um, even a uh, even a virtual machine virtual machine snapshot uh, would help you out in that case if you have one from before then. Right. 
Uh, and so whatever you do, once you get it back up and running using the later code, if not the latest, then you go put the remediation in place. And in theory, at that point, you've protected yourself until Citrix gets the patch out, right? Right. Okay. And they have announced uh, the patch dates that they estimate, and most of them are going to be between January 21st, excuse me, 24th and January 31st is when they're expected to come out. Okay, great. Hey, Randy, you've heard all this. Uh, any additional comments to what people should be looking to do when they uh, when they try to salvage this other than you know working with someone like us? I, I guess the biggest thing is right you're just making sure that you're following Citrix has a, a list of recommended security practices right achieving that SSL uh, labs grade of an A plus things of that nature I would say you know through the remediation either after the remediation or after that factory reset you definitely want to do things like you know changing the local system user account passwords things of that nature like Harvey was mentioning earlier around the SSL certificates and so forth as well as any other service passwords so um, you know, Citrix does a great job of listing out some recommended security practices definitely recommend looking at that um, and implementing those configurations as well. Chris, Chris Dorn, any other thoughts on this? Yeah, I think, you know, you should also take the time to review any of your edge firewalls, your um, Palo Altos, for example, to see if there's any traffic that's uh, leaving your environment and transversing to a location in a remote geo that, that who typically had never interacted with your business. Um, I, I think that those little extra steps might give you more options and uh, uh, security practices that you can put into place to try to, to keep that traffic out, even if it's dispersed a little more into your network just past the net scalers. Oh, that's a really good idea for sure. Okay, guys. Well, we wanted to get this together and, and get some thoughts out there and, and share it with people via the podcast as well as some of the other ways we're doing it via emails and phone calls. But uh, uh, I guess for the group, anything else that we want to make sure we bring up here before we, before we uh, move on to the next thing? So uh, I'd say definitely reach out to uh, Zintegra if you need help with this. Uh, we've got plenty of trained staff to make sure that we can help with securing your environment uh, to the best way that, that we can and that we're able at this point. I uh, just want to make sure that everybody knows that we are ready and available to help you through this. Yeah, good. Uh, Randy, anything else? Uh, just, just, you know, just uh, reiterating what Harvey said there, right? We are definitely here ready to help. Um, you know, time is of the essence and things like this, right? You know, definitely with uh, urgency and sense of urgency of things going or going on, especially with known exploits and vulnerabilities here. So uh, definitely reach out if you guys have any questions, concerns, you know, we're here to help. All right. Chris Dorn, anything else before we, before we go? No, I think Randy and Harvey and yourself all summed it up best. Okay. Um, just right, reach guys. out to us. We're more than happy to help. All right. Well, thanks for jumping on, everyone. And uh, hopefully people found value in this. And, and uh, maybe we'll do this again when we, when we find uh, security-related issues in our, our portfolio of platforms we support. All right, guys. Thank you. Oh, thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Citrix Session with your hosts, Andy Whiteside and Bill Sutton. A special thanks to our guests, podcast produced by Pete Downing. Head over to zentegra.com forward slash podcast to listen to all podcasts in this series.